Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours. This is the part of the show where we always say, uh, you can say anything you want because we're not governed by radio rules on this part of it. So that's always the the fun thing. Once in a while, we do have to do some head of heavy editing, though, on the guest, Ken. I will tell you that in the after hours. Um, don't forget about the refit, refit charity tournament coming up June 20th at Columbia Edgewater. It's a 130 shotgun start. There's dinner and awards right afterwards. And uh, if you want to find out more about it, just go to refitportland.org. And uh, Dave Hallen is the uh, tournament chair there. And uh, uh, what's her name? Lori Maslick is the executive director at refitportland.com. So you can contact those people too. We're talking with Ken Regal from Infinity Golf and in Tiger. When you when you do something like this, do you have any people, Ken, that come in and say, and I can't imagine this, but they say this isn't for me. Um you know we I'm just knock on wood again. We haven't we haven't had that. Um, we, we do have, um, a small set of customers that come in and indicate that they feel like they're hitting the ball outside further than they do inside. Um, and I attribute part of that to, there's this psychological thing that happens when you're hitting inside and it happened to me, you take your swing and there's a voice inside your head that says, we shouldn't be doing this. We're inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you pull your punches you're 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 coming out you're not keeping your arms straight you're you're trying to hit it too hard um but something changes when you come inside so once we get people into we have an instructional bay that sometimes we pull people in and put them on camera be like okay here's what we're seeing and we make a few corrections and then suddenly they're hitting the ball 30 yards further and they're going okay that's more like it yeah we can like off <laughs> yeah i can understand that tell us about your course selection i mean you have them listed on the website but i was flipping through some of them last night um you've got quite a selection there uh you can play some of the the venues that they've had you know u.s open championships and things like that the old course at st andrews and some adjoining courses there how do you select those or are those pretty much selected by the people that make the software um, that the latter um, is true, JT. The the vendor about golf um, creates licenses, which each golf course that they feature, 
And then what they do is they go walk the golf course with these 360 degree cameras, like the Google Maps cars have on them. Right. And then they go back and powerful computers digitize them. So what you see is what you get. And when you play Pebble Beach, and it, it is by far our most popular course, and it is by far our most challenging course. Um, I got the pleasure to play it in person a number of years back. And what you see on the screen is exactly what you see when you're at the course. And I would look at that and go, I've been in that guy's yard before. I've hit balls into that ocean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's very realistic. Um, so that is, and I'm not going to talk about other software, but I will say that um, it's different than this model of screen scraping a golf course from Google Maps and then putting up uh, images of fake tree, um, which I think you know some other software does. But, um, it's very, very realistic, and you can see the wind rustling the leaves on the trees and the sunlight coming through the trees and creating dancing shadows on the ground, and it's very immersive, and it's like, wow, this is like actually being there. And when I see a group of people acting like they would on a golf course, like one guy's cutting and another one's crouched down behind him going, no, no, I think you want to throw it out a little bit more to the right there because it's going to come back, and like, you got to see that break. I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted. Like, that's happening. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've actually seen those guys on courses walking around. If you've ever seen a, a pro tournament and they're being covered on TV, there's usually the on-course reporter, but then there's somebody behind them with like a mic boom and other different things. Mm -hmm. um, but these guys that do that, they have this whole backpack and they have this tower thing and they're just and they're walking up and <coughs> excuse me up and down the fairways and i couldn't figure out the first time i saw them what that was i thought maybe they were just mapping something out for the course and then you know it wasn't that long software like this began to show up and uh you know i'm a little slow sometimes but i finally figured it out like mm -hmm. that What's been your greatest pleasure out of all this, Ken? Um, was it finally getting it accomplished and getting the business open and, and doing that? Or was it knowing that you did something that very few people would really step up and do? JT, you ask really deep questions <laughs> i love it um uh, but this is this is the heart of the matter this is why you do things um and it, you know there it has been challenging getting the business open and after you open there's different challenges um for me the most satisfying thing that has happened is setting an intention of creating customer experiences and helping customers meet their golf and entertainment goals and seeing that happen and the look on people's faces and I've helped a number, and I'm not an instructor, but I, I, I know yeah. things enough to be dangerous. Um, I've helped a number of customers. We had um, a woman in here a couple of weeks ago and she was struggling to hit her driver. And it was a hundred yards, hundred yards, hundred yards. And she's like, I just took up the game. I really want to hit it further. I'm really focused on it. I spent five minutes with her, put her on camera, told her about the metrics. And within another five minutes, she was hitting at 130. And the smile on her face, JT, was just, that's why I did it. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly why I do it. 
It's for the enjoyment of customers. It's not for me. It's for the enjoyment of our customers. Well, that's a that's a very good answer, Ken, because I'm not sure that everybody takes that into consideration, whether it's in the golf business or any other business. Usually the the primary focus is always, I'm going to make a million dollars and retire, retire when I'm 42. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's refreshing to hear somebody like that. That's, that's, you know, your primary focus there is for the enjoyment and um, benefit to, to your customers. When we were talking earlier about uh, perhaps expanding at some point, would you be able to expand where you are or would you have to get another location and maybe have two locations? There's a lot of analysis that goes into that JT and we look at a number of reports um, that we get from uh, various places on, you know, number one population within a given radius and uh, number of golfers within that population and number of screen golfers. And there's, there's lots of metrics that you can look at. So what we want to do is make sure that we're not opening a space that's going to cannibalize existing business. Um, it's, I think it's no different than the model that any, you know, franchise, uh, place puts out, although we're not a franchise, (laughs) but when you think of the Starbucks model, maybe that's a little bit different because you see Starbucks right across the street from each other, (laughs) but um, we don't want to do that. Right. We don't want to have like an infinity golf on every corner. That's not going to work for us. So it's a balance of what's going to serve the population in a given area the best without impacting business in another location. And I think that's really the driving factor of how we would look at different locations. And I, while we have a ton of locations on our list, like I, I would not want to say any one of them. Sure. For fear of like, it wouldn't work out or um, we change our mind on it. No, that's perfectly understandable, but I think you've, you've got a good model there because like you said, you you can what was it uh dennis miller said oh yeah now there's a starbucks inside a starbucks so you know i don't think we would see that um your long-term goals on this do you see this ongoing for 20 years hopefully or uh it's not that everybody needs an exit plan because you don't start a business to get an exit plan but um, things change so much, especially with softwares and computer systems and different things like that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any, any feeling towards that? Yeah. Another good question. Um, I, and I did create an exit plan, um, when I, when I started the business and who knows if that's going to happen or not, but you got to have a plan, right? Um, and I, I will say that it, it closely mirrors the exit plan that if I were still working in the corporate space, um, I, I want to be able to enjoy um, retirement. I want to be able to travel and play a lot of golf and go see things I've not seen before and uh, spend more time on leisure activities. So, you know, I think gradually, and this is way down the road. Sure. I'll probably start to work myself out of um, the business, but I still want to have a hand in uh, what's happening. So there's a number of directions that could go, but yeah, I think it's too early to tell um, how that will pan out. There you go. Um, besides infinity <sighs> golf, what, what do you think has been the best course? 
and I mean physical course that you've gone to that you've ever played? Spyglass Hill. Hands down. I mean, I've played Pebble. I played Spanish Bay, which is also great. And I played Spyglass um, on that same trip. Um, just a fantastic um, variety of uh, changes in elevation and scenery. And it's not, you're not on the ocean the whole time, but you have views of the ocean. Sure. Um, so it's really a nice course to play. Um, I, you know, Bandon, the courses at Bandon Pacific has always been up there on my list of favorite courses. I don't play that well there <laughs> sometimes, but uh, it's definitely up there and it's a lot closer and more accessible than, than Spyglass. Right. Right. Ken Regal from Infinity Golf and Tiger. Ken, thank you so much for taking the time today. I've really enjoyed our discussion and um, I wish you the best. I will come by and see you one of these days. <laughs> Thanks, JT. It was, it was really a pleasure uh, talking with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And uh, we look forward to hosting you here. And then maybe I'll ask you some deep questions. You can. I'm not sure you'll get deep answers, but you can ask me anything you want. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up this week for After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Ken Regal from Infinity Golf in Tigard, Oregon, for being with us. And we'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. Until then, take care. Go play some golf. And above other things, be kind. Take care, everybody.